Testing, one, two, three, one, two, three. Testing, check, one, two, one, two, and three. This goes out to the beautiful girls of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh I my gosh, know hi. Hey, y'all, what up? This is Blank with Friends. My name's Jordan. My name is Michael. And Lee just left. Lee is awesome. I love you, Lee. I do. He's a great guy. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. He's Lee's great. super cool. Lee works with me at work. I've always had really cool conversations with him. He's got a really funny vibe. He's cool. He's honest. He's genuine. He's blunt. Mm-hmm. We had a really good time talking to him. Mm-hmm. He told us a great story on how he was able to teach, join the Peace Corps, and then come back to teaching. Very interesting, guys. Yeah, he's definitely had to face um, some difficult fears in life and just kind of overcoming his own insecurities about being worried about people think about him and facing fear and not settling for safety. Yeah. Very inspiring. Check out the episode guys. We're the episode guys. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking love that. Blank with friends. Love you guys so much. Peace. And I want to live in SD. So I'm like, let's go over there. Yeah, I like San Diego a lot. My my Ned, Ned Ned is my husband. He says there are San Diego people and there are LA per- people, and he says he's an LA person, but I'm definitely not an LA person. He's oh, an LA person. Wow. Yeah, he went to UCLA um, for undergrad and med school. Like, uh. just was really feeling it. Like, was in the band. Like, he played the clarinet. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah, he played the clarinet all through high school. He all through med, not med school, but you know the four years prior to med school. So yeah. that's that's his place. Wow, UCLA. I always want that was one of my schools to go to. Yeah, he's like he's Persian, and you know, like he he started UCLA at sixteen. He was graduated. Did he really? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, like I guess I'm bragging about him right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the students, the students say that you brag about him often. They do say that. They say that to me as well. I don't feel like I do. You probably don't, but they probably just notice it because it's impressive. You're probably well, just proud. Well, and I'm just like, like I'm like, okay, I know stuff about like. Like I'm not I'm not a medical person, but I have knowledge because like I, I'm very inquisitive. I like ask tons of questions and so I'm like, What happened today at work? And yeah. like if he feels like talking about it, he'll talk about it, but he doesn't always feel like talking about it. Mm. But yeah, I'm just really curious and yeah. Like I, I, I'm constantly just trying to learn from whomever I'm talking to. And so but yeah, I'd also joke too. I'm like, well, I don't need to, I don't have to do this job. I'm married to a <laughs> but, but, but that's not true. That's not true. Like I, I a few years ago, a few years ago, I was at a party and one of my colleagues was upset about something dealing with with our um, with our place of employment. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much like, like I address a problem, like always. Like if if I think someone has beef with me, like it's not going to be a comfortable conversation. But I would definitely show up for anyone, even if like if it was Jordan who was my friend, or if it was someone who wasn't my friend. Hey, what's up? What did I do wrong? Let me fix it. Let me provide context. And so she was really upset, my friend at work, and I was like, you can't let this stand. Like, you're so upset. This is affecting you. Mm-hmm. And she um, she said, well, that's easy for you to say because you don't need your job. Oh, damn. And it was just like, okay, well, no, I do. You know, like, I'm, I'm, yes, I am married. And, and yes, you know, my spouse makes decent money. Mm-hmm. but like that doesn't mean that like my, my career is not important to me and that, that yeah. I have reckless abandon because of the fact that I have some sort of like security in, in, in my marriage. Like, I just don't think that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's you, pretty disrespectful, honestly, to pull that from you like that and just be like, well. yeah, it, it effectively ended the friendship. Yeah. Like I it was it just would. like, cause it's just like, uh, like I just walked away at that point. You know what I mean? I was just like, okay. Yeah. Like the conversation went there I think I should probably just check out, you know, especially if it's at a party and you're drinking and you want to have a good time. Oh yeah. Alcohol. You don't want to get into something. You don't want to get into like a philosophical discussion about like the value of your career versus the monetary value yeah, as well. Yeah, like there's yeah. so much more to that. Oh yeah. I mean, cause mm-hmm. I mean, well, your dad's an administrator. No, 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 he never, he doesn't want to go that route. Oh, for, for some reason I thought he was. He's just been around. Do you know what Jordan yeah. said? No, I just know what Jordan has told me of mm. his dad. Like mm. his dad is like some sort of guru in education. <laughs> it's um, the only reason that his, I am his half dad the teacher taught I am. my older brother how to read. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's just a great math teacher in general. Yeah. Uh, my dad's a, just a regular teacher.
What, he teaches elementary school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, I was, I thought you said that jokingly. I was like, wait, what do you mean? No, no, he just teaches uh, fifth just grade. Te- oh, okay. Yeah, so he yeah. teaches all the subjects. All the grade, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I just, like, even, like, with thinking about, like, becoming an administrator. Because, you know, like, I mean, I'm really happy in the classroom. I have a ton of fun. Like, it's so much fun. But I think, man, I don't do this when I'm 60. Mm. Like, am I gonna, am I going to have this level of energy? Am I going to love it like this? Do I need somewhere else to go? But I just can't imagine not having not having that fun in class every day, just laughing. And mm-hmm. like, if, if I need to vent about the news, I have, I get, I can get paid to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then I throw, and they have to listen to me. <laughs> no, but like they, they love it. And then I'm like, and like, this is the constitution. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be teaching you. Like even today in economics, we were talking about, um, you know, raising money for, so they can go on this camping trip. We take them on. And it was like, this is a this is a lesson in economics. Like this is this is what the class is. Yeah. And this is practical application. So yeah. So like I don't know. I don't. I can't see myself being happy not doing that. Yeah. I feel so you. what else would you do then? Because it sounds like this is you definitely find passion in what you do. Um, I mean, I feel like I could become, could become a principal maybe. Okay. Um, but then I don't really know. Like I don't know. Like I. I I, I know that you lose touch with the kids once yeah. you once you leave the classroom. And, I mean, I think that's why I do what I do is because I, I, I genuinely like the kids. Yeah, definitely. So, Yeah. I don't see myself ever going into administration. But at the same time, you're so young. Like, you're 26. And I listen to what you're I'm 28. Okay. But listening to what you're saying, too, I'm like, yeah, I might see myself losing steam. Like, you just run out of energy. And I feel like if I'm boring in front of a class, it's going to be, like, so disappointing for me i mean Mm. i just can't see you being boring i can't see myself being boring but there will come a time where we get so far away from where they are yes in what way though like just relevancy well just cultural age gap yeah 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 just you know i mean because i started doing this when i was 22 you too right 23 yeah 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 so i've been I've, i've like i mean i'm 36 now so I mean, I'm not a math teacher. Is that half of my life? It feels, it feels, it feels <laughs> not quite. But, but I mean, ha- but it's, it's your. I mean, your life doesn't start till that time. Half man. of your, uh, over half of my adult life, yeah, for sure. Seriously. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't know what else I would. Don't know what else I would do. Um. But I, I don't. I don't know. Like, it's not that I don't think I could do something else because I think I'm. I think I'm a fairly talented guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty creative. I'm pretty innovative. Like. But like I just love it in that setting with 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 the students because it's just fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But when I'm when I'm fifty, you know, just... yeah, I struggle with that sometimes too because it's like I I really love teaching and what I do and stuff, and I I feel like there's a cap though on like you know financial you know growth from that or and like how long can I do this and be relevant as I get older? Where probably in some other career I could make more money, yeah, and I could you know climb that ladder and make a ton more money as I get older and still do it when I'm old and it wouldn't affect my like efficiency in that yeah. career I guess oh yeah for but sure. so much of me is just like I don't I love going to work every day yeah like mm-hmm. I really don't think about like oh my gosh I freaking hate this or yeah at no point in my day am I ever like dang I hate this job even when I'm I have annoyed never once yeah even when, even I'm, when annoyed. I'm annoyed it's not with the kids it's it's mm-hmm. with it's with like structural am I allowed to say bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay, That's, well, I said it. So. <laughs> well, it's too late now. <laughs> we can again. edit you, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna, you're gonna bleep me. Beep. No, not uh, at all, man. But, anyways, uh, welcome back to Blank with Friends, Lee. Um, can you just introduce yourself a little bit and just yeah. tell people who they're listening to so they kind of get an idea of who you are? Um, so I'm Lee Lovingood. Um, I work with Jordan. Um, I teach social sciences like history. Political science, um, econ, gov, um, and um, I know Jordan because I direct the health academy, and he teaches uh, he teaches my math students, our math students. They're not my students. Um, does a good job. They are your like, students, like, man. You're the you're the father of that program. <laughs> but 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 like like, and we have a lot of math teachers. But like, like I trust that Jordan has their best interest at heart, and that he's gonna if he if if he can't like necessarily like because a lot of our kids are um technically they're they're at risk um that, that's that's how our academy exists like jordan's gonna get them to the right place you know what i mm-hmm. mean and so and then we you know we've been camping and 
hang out and we you know we're friends so man i wish cool. I, I had teachers like you guys because <laughs> they're like we're gonna we're gonna go to hamilton camp <laughs> yeah. i was like what <laughs> no it's fun dude i'm honored like when they asked me to be a part of the health academy i was very like it's a highly esteemed program on our campus and mm. and so when i was pulled aside and asked to do that i was like mm. oh yes please. so lee what is the health academy because initially i'm thinking um eat right healthy stuff is it more of like mental health like um social health so it is um so it's it's funded by a grant from the state of California. Um I get about eighty thousand dollars a year to play around with. Um, but then a lot of that goes to like random things like because there's there there's language when you receive funding. And so basically like I have to have a prep period to to plan and coordinate our academy. And so that's one sixth of my salary. Mm. So then that's a huge chunk of it. But basically, like, kids apply in eighth grade, and they just have to have interest in some, or at least think maybe they have interest in some aspect of the health um, mm-hmm. care field, which, which is hugely, like, all over the place, right? You know, you got the very top, you got your anesthesiologists, your surgeons, your veterinarians, then you've got your MAs and your phlebotomists and your pharmacy techs. And so it really allows for us to have students that are, are brilliant and students who truly need this extra structure and without this extra structure they probably won't graduate Mm. or if they do they're just going to scrape across and they're going to have no idea what the future holds and so they apply as eighth graders Um, we hold them accountable for four years we add a lot of enrichment there's a lot of fun stuff that we do we take them to the beach once a year Mm. um you know museum of tolerance we take them we've taken them to a cadaver lab where they saw a human Damn. being being dissected um you know we we in a few weeks we're gonna go decorate um a parade float for the rose parade um for um organ donors hmm. um so we got hooked up with this organ donor like um group and so so just a lot of really cool opportunities mm-hmm. for the kids and you know they, they they have the opportunity to like develop their leadership skills and just all sorts of stuff. There's like a mentorship program yeah. and everything, man. Like Jeez, this is such so a cool, cool program. Once I got involved, I was like, holy crap, there's so many levels to it. Are you in charge of the program? So I direct the program along with a colleague. So we're co-directors. Um and, and you know, she has her talents and I have my talents and like it's a really, really good marriage. Like I call mm. her my work wife because mm. Like the things that I'm not, I'm not good at paperwork. I'm just, I'm not good at keeping track of like information. Like, like I'm an ideas guy. I'm an implementation guy, but like if I need someone to do paperwork, like, or just to find like, Oh, when did we get that email? Like, so she's really good at those things. And then she's also creative and, and brings a lot um to the program as well so it works works out really well awesome. yeah she's awesome she's like the bubbly yeah she's... like the bubbly organized like everything's gonna be decorated and labeled yeah and like that and lee i think is more like me where it's like let's get some stuff done yeah like, put me yeah. in the field and I'll, the I'll get it done. Yeah. yeah i just i i i just i have ideas like mm-hmm. and 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 i i know what it takes i guess to make ideas come to light like if i get told no like i don't really take that as like mm-hmm. the answer, like I'm like okay, like respectfully, why and what can I do to get around this no? Because mm-hmm. because if I've identified the goal, the goal is always going to be for the students, and so I I want I want to make that goal occur. So mm-hmm. have you always been like that? Yeah, just like a person who no is not always. an answer. Really? Always. What other jobs have you had? Like I'm um, curious, have you been in a sales job before? I, I <laughs> that would I, probably kill. <laughs> I um I work so so I'm from Florida and um so I mean my very first job when I was 15 and I was building fences in like the Florida heat um <laughs> in the summer and like I was like okay I don't ever want to work outdoors <laughs> yeah. ever like this is so hot and so difficult and like um I work I I worked in a clothing store for like literally like maybe like four weeks it was mm. awful i was like these people come in and they unfold stuff and then i'm supposed to fold it <laughs> I, I i'm not built for this i don't yeah. want this no this is awful like like what am i doing with like a thong like <laughs> ball? like what am i doing you know and so, um so i was a waiter like most of like throughout all of college and that was good for me like i made i made i worked at cracker barrel oh, which is nice. which I guess it's fitting. I'm a giant white dude. Um, so. dude Cracker I never Barrel's knew mom. you worked at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah, I was at Cracker Barrel for like um, 
for like four years. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah, they only I only got three stars on my apron though. The most you could get is four stars, and they always kept me from that four star because <laughs> they they, bitches. They, yeah. they they thought I was they thought I was a little too independent in my thinking to oh, give me really? that four. I swear, I swear, like they would not give me that four star. That doesn't sound anything like you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you seem like you challenge. People. Yeah, I just challenge things. I just don't like I I don't like the bullshit. Like, yeah. I just don't have a capacity for it. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I, there was this one time this dude came in, and um, he ordered chicken. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know, mm-hmm. southern restaurant, I'll get you some chicken. And he said, I want chicken with bones in it. And I was like, well, sir, none of our chicken has bones in it. We, you know, we, we have tenders. We have, like, this other, like, chicken breast filet. Yeah. Nothing has, nothing has bones in it. And he was like... God damn it, boy. I want chicken with bones in it. Uh-huh. And he was like so insistent with me. He's getting agitated. And I'm like, sir, we don't have chicken with bones in it. And he was like, I was here last week, boy, and we heard chicken with bones. And then I said, well, fine. I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go grab a pork chop. I'm going to pull the bone out of it. And I'm going to shove it into your chicken breast. Dang. Will that make you happy? And then I refused to go back to the table. And so that's why I never got that fourth star. Because I was like, oh, this guy is like harassing me about bones in his chicken. Like normally people don't even want bones in their chicken. Freaking weirdo. Dude, I, so, used, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. I used to work at a restaurant too. And I, I often said, I feel like people sometimes just their IQ just drops. <laughs> A couple notches when they come into the restaurant to eat. I remember this lady. I was I was a waiter at this restaurant in Temecula. This lady came in and she was eating her meal and it was chicken. And she was like, "Hey, bones is this? No. <laughs> she's, she's like, I want bones." No, she said, "She it's was the same story. He just tells the same story back to you." We're like, "Okay." I'm like, and I never got my fourth star. <laughs> No. We need to start a uh, support group, <laughs> a community. Yeah. But uh, this oh lady was gosh. chewing on her. She was actually eating her chicken. It was in her mouth, and she stops me and she asked me, "Excuse me, is this does this barbecue chicken?" And I was like, I looked at her, and I, I I don't know. I have I have some wit, and I have like a humor bone in my body, and I always go to that. And I'm like, and I'm very sarcastic at the same time. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, I don't want to hit her with it. But I was like, what does it taste like? <laughs> and she was a sweet lady <laughs> but i was like i couldn't resist i'm like what does it taste like and uh, i was like doing like a half smile trying to cover it and she's like it tastes like lemon chicken and i'm like it's probably the lemon chicken then <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't realize i was just like withholding but anyways i feel like they just drop yeah. a, couple, a couple iq points drop yeah yeah but uh, Lee, tell us more about because you didn't you join the Peace Corps or try to join the Peace Corps or started that whole journey? Oh yeah, um, it's kind of it's kind of like a dark period in my history. Peace Corps. Um, so so my degree is in political science. Um, I have a minor in religious studies, um, and then I did like a year of journalism school at FAMU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Like I had like this epic like epiphany. Like in my I, I was driving a 1985 Chevy Celebrity. It had no air conditioning. It had mm-hmm. no ceiling liner. And um, I was driving back from Fort Lauderdale to Gainesville, Florida, um, which is like a good five-hour drive. And it was miserable. It was in the summer. And I had always thought I was going to go to law school. Because like, I feel like that's probably like the m- next most natural thing for me to do. Um, and I just literally like, like I had like an old-school epiphany. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, it doesn't seem enjoyable. It doesn't seem like what I want to do. And... I, I thought I was thinking about like the people in my life who had really influenced me positively. And it was all almost universally my educators. And I decided right there in the car that I was going to be a teacher. And I literally never looked back. Wow. But um, so I got my degree. I didn't I didn't want to get a degree in education. Um, and and I, I don't want to demean degrees in education, but I just feel like like good teachers are born and maybe you can help us sharpen like Adele was a great singer when she was born. I'm sure she's taken some voice lessons. I'm sure she's learned to, to hone her instrument. And, and I feel like, you know, there are things that teachers can do to hone their instruments. But, um, so I couldn't find a job with a degree in political science and my alma mater in Newberry, Florida town with one stoplight. Um, the day before school began, well, it was Friday, so it was the last weekday before. There was the weekend. 
Um, my ninth grade history teacher quit. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be there turning in my resume so I could be a substitute, which I did not want to be a substitute. Um, I subbed one day in my life and I hated it. I, I, I have too much of a, I, this needs to be my house mm-hmm. mentality. I like, like an ownership. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like I need, I need this to be my environment, my atmosphere, because then it's okay for me to have the expectations of what I feel is an acceptable classroom. Um, and I think you can relate to that. Oh, I would even, never sub. Even when people call me to cover their yeah. classes, I most of the time say no, yeah. unless I know the teacher and I know the students yeah. and I know that I have some sort of power and like yeah, I can already. kind of hold them accountable yes. in some senses. Because yeah. if there's teachers that suck, yeah. the kids suck when yeah. they're gone. They do. They do. So like you don't want to be there. Yeah. My kids, like they better be better when I'm not there than they are when I am there. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like that thing when we went, like, I don't know, you guys aren't from the South, but I know you went to church. Like we were on our best behavior when we were at church. Mm-hmm. Like we were never hellions, but like when we were at church, like we were the kids who like the other people would come up and tell our parents, "Man, your kids are so good." Yeah. Like I feel like that way with my students when I'm away. Like mm-hmm. I, I tell them, like, "They you, better like, be." Yeah, yeah. Because if you embarrass me, it's off. It's it's on. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make your life miserable. So, anyways, I got the job. Like they were they just hired me. They said you're just a sub. You're only gonna be here for two weeks. I was teaching English, and then I was good. And so they kept me, and then at the end of that year, I said, all right, I'm leaving if you don't let me teach history. And they said, we don't want you to leave. But it was at the same school that I graduated from, and I really started to feel like I was in Groundhog Day and was doing the same. Because it was pretty close to after you had already graduated. Yeah, it was exactly four years later. Yeah. Exactly four years later. Just enough time to miss the freshman class that was there when you were a senior. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, so I was teaching like the, the, the siblings of my friends and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But anyway, so I did it for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a lot more rebellious and a lot less polished then. Like, you know, and so I, you know, I, I flirted with, with maybe not being like on the good list, but I was always passionate about teaching, passionate about like giving my students next level experiences. I did some cool things mm-hmm. as, as a rookie teacher. Um, but then I was just like, I got to get out of here, man. Like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Where was this at? In Newberry, Florida. Okay. Newberry, um, okay. and so I joined the Peace Corps. Um, I, it was a quick process. I got, got placed to go to Kyrgyzstan. Um, I, I don't even know where that is. Yeah. yeah it's, where the hell is Kyrgyzstan? So, you know, Kazakhstan, which is where Borat is from. Okay, I know of the name. Okay. I don't know the location. So, yeah. so, so, there, so, China is to the um to the east. Oh my God! There's China, then there's Kyrgyzstan, and then there's Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Afghanistan. It, so it's like northwest Damn. of China. It's like hanging off on the side of China. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Not north so much. Maybe the northern part of China. I don't even know. I was there. <laughs> um. And so, like, so, like, I prepared, I prepared to like put my put my life here in in the United States in like a hibernation mode. Like, I had this idea that everything would be different. Like, I was going to get a job with the State Department when I got back. Like, I just I was going to learn Russian. Um, and Jordan knows this story. I think two days before I left, um, I met my husband. Uh-huh. He wasn't my husband at the time. Um, I met him. Uh, he was super chill. Like, we we spent like. Like we hung out like two 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 evenings in a row, not like the whole evening. Like I'm not like putting myself out there, like, <laughs> like on that level. You He's know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm not making I'm not making that statement is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so 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 I I went to Philadelphia. I don't mm-hmm. I was t- I was telling Ned this the other day. I don't remember anything about Philadelphia. Mm. So this was I was there for two days prior to leaving. I. The only thing I remember is the night before flying to Kyrgyzstan, I remember that I had too much luggage and I was getting rid of stuff in the hotel room. I was just stuffing it in the drawers because I was trying to be super prepared. But everyone had like everyone had like contributed and like, oh, you're gonna need extra toiletries. And mm-hmm. I just remember unloading shit into like the hotel drawers and like, hopefully the housekeeper needs like some more Pantene Pro V or something. <laughs> um, but I don't remember anything about that, and I don't know if I was just scared shitless or what. And and then I had met I had met Ned and I like in Philadelphia. And I met him. I met him in Florida. Like oh, in like Florida. two days before okay, I got left. It, got it. Okay. How, how um, old were you at this point? Um, I was twenty five because I say it was my quarter life okay. crisis. Yeah. Um, 
And so then I went and I, we stayed in a hotel in Bishkek for a few days. And, you know, one of the things they tell you about when you join the Peace Corps is, is that you're going to crap your pants. Nice. Um, they Why? tell you like, Why? just because just you're not like, you're not used to it. Are there no bathrooms you're not, at the Peace you're Corps? You're just not, you're, you're not used to like whatever sort of like third world, like food and stuff you're going to have. Oh. And, but I remember, okay. I remember that when we were in the hotel, when we were in the hotel in Bishkek, there was like, there was like this super, super like, um, flamboyant dude. And, um. He shat in his pants at the hotel. <laughs> and, I remember, and I remember thinking, dude, you're just like overdue. Like you're a freaking overachiever. Like they meant you were going to shit in your pants because you got sick. But you've done it before we even went out into the villages. <laughs> we didn't even eat anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got off the plane and dropped a deuce. Like you're trying to outdo the rest of us. Um <laughs> So a few days later, like they moved us into our village, and so I went to this house, and there were these two teenage daughters, and they were four teenage boys, like uh -huh. they were like in their twenties to maybe like down to sixteen, and they had all had to clear out because one of the obligations is is that they give us our own room, like that's one of the things they have to give you as a Peace Corps volunteer. You have to have your own room. And so they changed the language that I was learning. I'd been, I'd spent like six months trying to learn Russian, doing Rosetta Stone. Damn. And then they're like, nope, you need to learn Kyrgyz. Um, and so that was like a big rug pulled out from under my feet. And then, you know, I was, I mean, I was, I'm just like a really happy person. Like even when like, even when like life is crazy, like I might, I might bitch a little bit, but mostly it's just for funny for, to be funny. Like I yeah. think, I think a good like complaint to the right person is just for comedy's sake. Mm. You know, you cracked mm. me up so much. Yeah. With all that. Like yeah. when we were working the homecoming dance, he was with me when or we were grilling together and oh, just nice. his little jokes, man, it has me yeah. freaking weak. Yeah. I just think, I just think, you know, I just like say, this is some bullshit, you know, or some <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that's funny. <laughs> You're flipping over. Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Some bullshit. yeah. Like, like, I got a <laughs> master's degree to be <laughs> grilling cheap ass burgers. <laughs> got um, me out here. Sweating my ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Dude, see, but 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 that's for comedy's sake. Like I'm not yeah, for sure. I'm not seriously like I'm not like I'd rather be doing a lot of other things. Oh yeah. But like I'm not mad. Like it's just it's it's my nature to be happy. And I found that I couldn't get happy there. Mm. Like I found that like I was like sleeping like 16 hours. Wow. Like sleeping, sleeping. And then I'd go to my language class and deal with all the struggles of the day and the family was so nice, but like there was like this whole like outhouse thing and like no hot water and and then I'd met this dude um and 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 I'd been single for a whole year and I'd met this person like right before I left who was really like amazing I was like what the, what am I doing like mm -hmm. I met this guy like I'm not real happy and 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 I really really struggled with like feeling like a quitter and like a loser. Cause I, I deuced out. Mm -hmm. I, I, I went, I, I had to go to the ambassador for the United States ambassador for Kyrgyzstan. And I just, I just told him I was unhappy and that I had factors back at home that were unsettled and that I had made a big, big mistake. And they said, well, we don't want you here if you don't want to be here. And they were nice about it. They didn't make me feel bad about it. But I, I felt bad about it. You know, mm -hmm. I felt I felt like I had changed everything to do this. Mm. And I was going to come back. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm always really concerned with how people look at me and how, how, I, how I'm perceived. Mm -hmm. I want to be perceived as someone who is um, competent. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be perceived as someone who's sincere um, and so, so I really struggled with feeling like a loser and feeling like I'd failed. And I don't know at what point I, I got to a point though one day and I, and I, and I truly feel this way now and I have for years, I wouldn't be with my husband if I hadn't come back. Mm -hmm. Like I've been with him for 11 years. Um, like, like there's no way he was going to wait around for me to be gone for two years. Were you guys in communication the whole time? You, um, like writing letters? Emails. Or emails. emails okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I could go into the village. Like go go out of the village and go into town 
and, and find an internet cafe and email him. So mm-hmm. you guys made a pretty intense connection within those first two days of yeah, hanging out yeah, before he, you left. He, You're like halfway across the world. He said, um, you know, and he was busy. He was a surgical resident doing 80, hour, 80 hours a week. Goodness. Um, and literally, like, we came back. I had one day with my friends. Then saw him the next day, and we literally have been together ever since. Um, and so, so like the whole, but to get rid of the whole feeling like a loser thing, like it, like I had, I had, I had the, the cojones to try it mm-hmm. and I could have stuck it out and I could have been miserable, but then I guess, I, I guess like it took balls for me to also say, no, this is wrong. Yeah. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And then, and then for the whole year that I was back, the first year I was back, I wasn't teaching. Mm-hmm. I worked in medical billing. Mm-hmm. And I was miserable. I was like teaching, like I was like talking to the other me- medical billers, like telling them like history lessons and shit. <laughs> yeah, having like, freaking flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Was instated. Yeah. Let's talk about Florence Nightingale. Um, <laughs> you know, and I I was so unhappy not being a teacher. Wow. So and I got back in. That's 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 been it. Okay, I wanna I wanted to go way back to the beginning because i was so curious maybe i missed this and i apologize if i did but why did you leave to the peace corps if your passion if you made that decision to be a teacher and then you you did it for like two weeks i think you said and then all of a sudden you went to the peace corps i taught for three years i taught for three years and then did the peace corps and 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 what what prompt yeah yeah so the the two weeks was what they said they would give me and then they hired me and they're like oh our bad. You're mm-hmm. good. You, okay. you know what's up. Okay, my bad. Um, it was it was it was because I was at my alma mater. Mm. Um, it was because it was because I was in the same. I was teaching AP Gov, not AP Gov. I was teaching. AP, I was teaching AP US History in the classroom that I took AP US History. I was student government president. Then I was student government sponsor. Mm. Like my life mm. hadn't changed. I was like, I'm doing the same stuff I was doing when I was 15 years old. Mm. Just as an adult and i just i just wondered if there was more and mm-hmm. and there and there is more and there 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 has been more i just needed to not be in that place not that that wasn't a good place not that i wasn't with people who i loved doing things that i loved having a good time i was i've had a good time luckily in every aspect of my life mm-hmm. um i guess except for maybe at the peace corps i guess that wasn't such a good time but even when i was there like i was sleeping 16 hours a day but when i was awake i was fine you know, I was, you know, the struggle was real. I'm sure I was saying this is some bullshit, you know, <laughs> as, as I tend to say. But um, I just, I, I needed to get out of like small town USA, even if, even if I needed to go to another small town USA, I needed to be in a different one than the one I grew up in because, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, maybe you have to an extent. Because your father is a teacher in the district that you're in. I don't know if it's ever, if you've ever had people compare you to him, you know. Not so much compare because I think it's such diff- elementary yeah. to high school. Yeah. such a different world. Or, or automatic expectations people have because you're so-and-so's son. I've been thankful that like I've kind of, I feel like, lived up to mm-hmm. for the most part. Well, yeah. And and uh, not a lot of people that I work for or with actually know my dad. Yeah, I was going to say your mm-hmm. boss doesn't know your dad. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Like, I just felt like there was a major effort by, like, some of my former teachers mm. to keep me in that student box. Like, to, to not to not allow me to say, man, you're really good at this, Lee. Like, you've, you've got something to give as a teacher. I felt I – don't, I don't know what it was. It was this weird thing where I felt like they were trying to keep me humble and not allowing me to soar. And, and the minute I started at another school, they made me activities director – Within the first year, like I was just, they hired me on as a regular teacher. And then it's semester. They said, we want you to do this. This is why we hired you. We knew we wanted you for this. Like that made me realize my worth as a teacher. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that I, I've always known that I'm good at it, but there was such an effort to keep me in my place, to keep me from, I guess, as we would say in the South, getting too big for my britches. Um, that's the thing you say mm-hmm. in the South. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a thing. And, 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 the, and the minute that I that I started working at other schools, they, they were like, no, you're good. And yeah. we want to give you a platform to be to be great. And, oh. and, and I've had that at every school that I've been at since then. Mm-hmm. Like them seeing my passion and seeing, man, he's got something to bring to the table. While when I was at my alma mater, 
there was more like they had their thumb on me. Mm. Um, and so mm. maybe I started, maybe I had started to doubt myself a little bit, you know, when I was there. And I just, I, going to the Peace Corps was, I think, the best thing that ever happened to me, even though it was super short lived. Yeah. And, and quite a drastic change going like across the world. Yeah. But I mean, that showed you that you definitely had a passion for teaching. Yeah. And you came back probably yeah. with some sort of like, inspiration yeah and almost like i want to say like a vengeance to be like oh i'm gonna to totally do this now what, what am i trying to say like a motivation or some sort of like yeah that works yeah 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 no i mean and and i guess you know that was just, that was a test Dang, yeah. you know so and I, I mean i guess i don't know i guess i passed do you, <laughs> i don't how do, do you know how do you know crazy if you story. <laughs> do you feel like because me thinking, I mean, maybe I'm just more of a safe person. Because if I feel complacent in somewhere, I'm not the kind of person who thinks immediately like Peace Corps, like send me somewhere across the world. Like, why was it for you something so drastic rather than be like, maybe I should go get a job in a different state or move out of my town or something like that? I think, I don't know. I guess go big or go home. I don't know. Mm. I don't, it, it th- there seems something rather buttoned up about it like it's like okay like i've had a good three years but it's been very like groundhog day that movie mm-hmm. um never seen it but okay. no great movie dude. we'll have to watch that. i don't even know that what that term means oh I can, dude i can imagine what it means context clues but it's just, just, well, like, it's just repeating yeah it's, so every it's day. bill Monday. murray it's bill Monday. murray and then every morning the alarm clock goes off and it's sunny and share i got you babe every morning and then He's just figuring out, and honestly, I don't know how it ends. Though. He gets stuck. He gets stuck in a loop. He gets Imagine unstuck. He, well, shit, and, and, I'm ruining the movie for you. <laughs> but, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, it's, but he just it's is like on a loop. It's mundane. So. It gets mundane. Yeah. Well, but it's Repetitive. it's a no, but it, but it literally is. He literally is in a loop. It's the same day over and over again, and then he can like he can do anything in that day, and then the matter. next day clean slate. He wakes up and he wakes up the same. Is this like day. a time traveling movie or something? Well, but it's, it's a comedy. It's like it's he a gets comedy, but it's a dark comedy. What the heck? I thought it was like yeah. um, for some reason I thought it was like a little kid movie where they actually uh, like I don't even know like talk Have to groundhogs. Drug. No, or, like, there's out with groundhog. There's like I, a Mel Gibson. Movie. I was so off. <laughs> there's a Mel Gibson movie where they talk to a groundhog. I think I don't know. Oh, there is yeah, or a yeah, beaver yeah. or He's something. Got like a, isn't he a puppet? And he yeah, like lives? that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I know, I've never yeah, seen, never that, seen movie. that. I no, have dude. a lot of like random like pop culture <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> just floating around it's in your head in there. It's, it's, oh yeah. my gosh! Um, no, Mike, that's an incredible. It's one of my favorite movies from when I was younger. Yeah, Groundhog it's hilarious. Yeah, you guys yeah. need to watch yeah. it. We need yeah, to watch we'll it. Yeah, we'll throw it on. Yeah, we'll throw it on. But yeah, that's really cool though, because I think the Peace Corps. Where did that idea even come from? Because even me, if I was thinking I'm gonna go do something, I think I don't know if it would be the Peace Corps, because I don't even think. Because it was gonna launch me into like, <laughs> it was gonna launch me into New Lee, and this is embarrassing. <laughs> I'll tell you something super embarrassing. Really? Okay. This okay. is super embarrassing. I decided that I was gonna develop a new persona, okay. which is so dumb. What? Like it's such of like yourself. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't gonna be Lee anymore. Oh, like, who are you gonna be? So, <laughs> Derek. So, no, this is super embarrassing. Okay, so, so, so my first name is actually Charles. Okay. Um, but I don't go by Charles. I'm never like I like not even like you know how like people who don't go by their first name like when they were in trouble their parents would say their full name. Yeah. Not my parents. Like I'm always I've always been Lee. I don't think I've ever heard my mother ever call me Charles. Wow. Like it's just a first day of school shit. Yeah. That's when I'm Charles, and I have to clear it up. When I go to conferences and they put Charles on my name tag, I cross it out. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not Charles. I don't know who that person is. But, I mean, I guess maybe it was, like, maybe I was, like, angsty. Like, mm-hmm. like having, like, an Avril Lavigne moment or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, since my first name is Charles, like, I don't know how, like, serious I was about this because their f- details are fuzzy. But I decided that I was going to be Chaz. Chaz. <laughs> Oh my god! Because it's like it's, it's like it's like it's like some level of Charles, right? Yeah, I've never heard Chaz this. Michael yeah. Michaels, dude. <laughs> the Blades of Glory. <laughs> I think it's this is before then, though. Oh, oh. I don't know. Maybe it's around that time. This uh-huh. is before Chaz Bono, though. I don't know who that is. That's that that's is. that's Cher's daughter who became a boy. Whose name is Chaz? Okay, this is know. before that. I didn't steal from Chaz Bono. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I started a blog. Um, I don't know what happened to the blog. I don't know. I didn't do many entries, um, <laughs> but it was, um, uh, it was the journeys 
Is this what it's called? No, so yeah, it's called the Journeys of Kyrgyzstani Chaz. <laughs> Kyrgyzstani <laughs> Chaz. Because I, I was living in Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> Isn't that embarrassing? Like adult. That's like I mean, I was an adult and I was like 25, and I look back at myself and I'm like, God damn, you were an I was, idiot. I was I was going through it. Dude, you were like you were like listening to too much like Avril and Some 41. And like, <laughs> I was like gosh. angsty. Oh, dude. Dang. I mean, you're, you're, you're 26? <laughs> 28. 28. How old are you? 26. Okay. <laughs> so it's interesting because, I mean, in 10 years, you got, well, 10 years you'll be my age. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if you guys will look back at stuff you did at this I age. I was just going to make a joke that, like, this podcast, what if we look back and yeah. like, what, what, what were, were we thinking? thinking? <laughs> we're, like, just completely different people. Like, why did we do that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, so, like. I, I've been on Facebook since I was in college, um, and I, I'm not super active on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, but I go on there. I saw your girlfriend. She's cute, um, like the other day. Yeah. That's a really – you guys are a cute couple. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Right, right? Yeah. Um, what, but, what picture did you see? I'm so, I want to know what pic. <laughs> there, was a, there, was like, there was like a montage. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I like, took some pictures of them over yeah, the weekend. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I took those. Yeah, yeah. those were good, those were good <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Sorry. I'll go back and yeah. add photo credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. What are you doing? You have to get photo credit. <laughs> that's right. Dude. Come on, please. <laughs> but like, so I have that. I have like this app called Time Hop. Okay. And it'll show me like my statuses. Yeah. Like from like on this day. And sometimes like there'll be mm. like, like a, a nugget from like eight nine ten years ago mm. and i'll be like i can't <laughs> fucking believe that i wrote that as the caption of it and like like just, just just like a post yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like on like facebook like, yeah yeah like mm. like so i i felt the need at some mm. point in my adult life <laughs> to broad like i've never been one of those people that get into like like things on there like yeah. that's ne- that's not my style yeah but like just kind of like <laughs> like like i was like kind of emo yeah yes yes we were i feel that vibe dude. But, I'm like, I like, but i like literally never have ever thought of myself as being emo yeah but like 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 i'm like and i and i i delete them when i see them, you see them on the time hop Oh yeah, when I see them, and then I can, I can hit them, and it'll take me back to that, and I'm like, I did not yeah. want any record that I ever <laughs> was like. It's like Lee is looking forward to new beginnings or something like that. Like what uh, is that? Some like third a, person, like a tampon commercial. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm like, because because that's that's how the post used to be on Facebook. It it was it was like your, your name, name is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like feeling kind of sad, or yeah. like, you know what I mean. Yeah. You can say like, yeah. your, your emotions and whatnot. Yeah, oh, like, it's just cringy. Oh, huh? Embarrassing. Like, it, you know what? It's good for me though. Like as a teacher, because I'm like, okay, if I was posting dumb shit like that when I was in my 20s, like I've got to forgive these, you know, these 16 through 18 year olds for, all the stupid shit for some of the yeah. stupid shit they're saying. So yeah. it's actually <laughs> it's actually humbling and put some things in perspective. Like yeah. I can say. Okay. I was once there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to think I was always like this, like, I was always hella adult. And I think, like, to an extent, I've always been a little bit adult, but, like, I obviously had my, like, Avril Lavigne moment. Yeah. You feel like you were pretty adult most of your life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, always. Why yeah. was that? Um, you Just woke? <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> because I had to be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I'm the eldest. Okay. I'm the eldest of four. Okay. So, my, um... My parents, my mom, so my mom had me when she was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, she had been married for a full year, uh, 11 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know what? It's interesting because that's the distinction that I always make because I get a look. You guys didn't give me the look. Maybe the look is just my conditioning from being from the South. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, oh, your mom had you when she was 16. No, she like she it was very intentional. She married my dad. She married my dad like – um. Four days after she turned 16 and had me 11 months later. Um, you know, and, and so I think, I don't think the 16-year-old should have children. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's a novel um, concept. But I don't know that my parents were mature enough to be selfless the way I think a parent should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It would hurt my mother to hear me say this, so I won't ever share this with my mother. Um, I just think that she was um, – I don't think I had bad parents. I just think 
I don't know. I think a kid. I think your kids should come first. Um, I don't have kids, and so maybe it's easier for me to say that. But I don't have kids. For, I think I don't have kids for the for the very specific reason that maybe I don't want to put someone above myself mm. in that way. Like I mean, I, I I put my husband. I think I put my husband first in many many aspects, but my my own self preservation is very important. Um, and, and, and luckily in elevating my husband and trying to take care of him, I don't, um, I don't have to, you know, not take care of myself in the, in the process. There's, there's not a, there's not a huge sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the kids, it, there is a huge sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't feel that my parents were ready to make that sacrifice. And then they had me and then they had, they had three others. Mm. You know, like, so by the time my mom was 21, by the time my mom was 21, she had four children. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, And so, like, I just, I like, I mean, and then I I was, I was kind of like a naughty kid. Like, I was kind of bad. Like rebellious? Like, no, no. I was always very respectful of my parents. But, like, I got in a little bit of trouble at school. Like, like I was. Mischievous? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, I used to get like paddled at school because i was like bad like i would like not me just just would get into shit you know mm-hmm. like i just like would crawl around during nap time and if there was a sink in the classroom like i'd go under the sink and like play with like whatever was under the sink <laughs> yeah, yeah like i was just like like I, and 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 then um then it manifested in different ways you know like i remember in third grade i got into quite a few fights mm um you know like just like i just i don't and i don't but i don't think i was angry i don't think that's who i who i am i just didn't have maybe like i don't i don't know what i was missing but like if, if something needed to be handled that way at that age i would handle it that way mm-hmm. um and then i had a really great fourth grade teacher and i think a lot changed in, like across the board yeah like i just wanted like i wanted to do good because i liked her and i felt like she liked me and you know, I mean, I'm sure I hit hiccups along the way, but like, I mean, I remember getting into like one or two fights in middle school, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think most little, like most boys in the South, they get into fights, you know, and you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be pushed around by anyone like, and, and so I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm rambling. I don't even know what we were talking about. Well, but you just were basically discussing the fact that you kind of had to be your own adult. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I, I. I there came there very much came a point where I knew I was different. I didn't know how I was different, but I knew I needed to get away, and so that really that really was like a driving force in high school. Were you um, finding yourself not fitting in with your peers, or um no I I, I, I fit I fit in really well with my peers, but not not the dudes necessarily. Hmm. Um, I had I had I always in high school and. In high school, I had a lot of female friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, I was, but I mean, I think I was relatively well liked, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I was student body president. That was an election. I was elected to be student body president, um, you know, so I, so I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I was massively rejected, but I do think I looked around and, and without fully realizing what it was that made me different, like, I just knew that like. I needed to get away and I, I need, I knew, I knew that I, I guess I always knew that there was something more for me out there and it really drove me. And I mean, I, I got a full ride to college mm. because of that. Like, like I went to college for free, um, just on scholarship money, but mm. not, not, acad- not, not athletic scholarships, just like a combination of academics and, and then the extracurricular things that I had done. Mm. Um, so, and you got that, was that, did you attribute that to um, your drive to just find something new or get away and just, just discover something else? I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I just think that I looked at the people in the community that I'm from and I said, I don't want this to be me. Hmm. Like, and like, while I didn't feel massive rejection from within my, from, from my community, like, I also knew that I didn't really fit in either, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, I mean, in a lot of that, I guess, like in retrospect was, was the sexuality piece, mm-hmm. you know, like being 
being gay, not knowing I was gay, um, but but knowing that like I was struggling with 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 you know thoughts that I wasn't supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I guess I guess that was one of the major like things that that made me see that I had to get away. Um, so I I I had this friend named Taylor, and uh, his mom was really good to me. Her, and her name was Miss Dukes. And I saw Miss Dukes like four years ago. I had dinner with her down in Temecula. She was in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, you know, she said, you know, Lee, when you were a kid, you would say that you were going to move to California mm-hmm. and you were going to marry a black woman to make your parents mad. <laughs> Dang. All right. And I thought that was so funny that she told me that because I don't remember that at all. Yeah. But then I moved to California and I married a guy. So I mean, I like I like up the ante. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so so I mean, so so I guess if I was saying that, like mm-hmm. in middle school, there was always something about me that I don't know. I guess I was just different. You weren't mm-hmm. gonna, yeah, you're gonna definitely break the norm of that. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, that totally would explain then why. Well, why did you then go to college and then go back and teach at that same because, high school? Because I think I was scared. Hmm. I think I was scared. Um, I think I wanted. I think I wanted. A, I wanted a. a um, I wanted a guarantee. And it was safe, huh? Yeah, I thought it was safe. I thought that I had people. I did. I didn't think I had people. I knew I did have people hmm. who cared about me enough that were gonna that were gonna point me in the right direction. Um, I was I was playing it too safe. I actually had thought about doing a um, Teach for America, mm-hmm. um, and. I now that I've been a teacher for many years, I have I have mixed thoughts on Teach for America. You guys know Teach for America at all? No. Um, they take the it's 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 similar to AmeriCorps. Um, they take like really stellar students from college and they put them in very very at risk communities and they teach there for two years. And there's some there's something that sounds really beautiful about it, but then there's something really tragic about it as well because you drop these dynamic people in these schools and then they're there for two years and then they're gone. And, mm. and, and as being someone who's been a part of a school community now at, at my current school for, for, you know, I think seven or eight years, like, I, just, I don't think that, I don't think that's good for those kids either. Like to, to, to bring in mostly white teachers into mostly minority schools and they're here to save you, but they're only here for two years and then they're, you out. know, and then they're out. Um, but, but I had thought about doing that and I, and I got scared. I, mm. I, I had a plan. I had an interview. I was going to go interview. I would have gotten it. Like, yeah. I don't doubt that I would have gotten it. Um, and yeah, so I think it was just like, um, kind of like, just like a scared move mm-hmm. on my part, you know, to just want, want, wanting to be successful, mm-hmm. wanting to get a career, wanting to have a salary and a regular paycheck. I just thought that going back to where I was from was going to be the safest bet for that. Yeah. And do you feel like there was a moment then where you broke away from that mindset of kind of making choices in fear? I don't know that I've ever gotten completely away from it. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I don't know I don't know if you can. I, I don't think, think I don't think so either. I, mean, I no, think right? I think I'm much more bold now than I used to be. Um I feel I feel I feel more confident than I've ever felt in my own abilities. Um you know, a lot of that had had to do with getting away from that and 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 having people tell me, "Man, you, you really you really do have something special." Mm-hmm. Um but I still think sometimes I make safe decisions i don't think there's anything wrong with making safe decisions yeah i i i mean you know like for example like i drive an hour i drive 100 miles a day for work it's a lot um and i do love my job um but i love my job really early on like i i I made it a job that i could love Mm -hmm. um so i think i could do that again and maybe i should Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot too, because it's hard for me to think about leaving where I'm at. Because I really like it. I like yeah. the population. I've yeah. gotten used to the population. But if I I, I could go somewhere else, because yeah. I could reestablish myself, yeah. I'm confident in that yeah, ability. Yeah, 100. Um, I've thought about that with you. With we've, it, yeah, we've yeah, had we've conversations about this before, about that. just because. Well, because you are so young, and you know, like you could definitely retire from from our school, you know, in in 30 years. But then, like, you know, but I mean, but the thing is, is you are happy. So, so why, 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 why screw that up? Yeah. And so I'm in the, I do, I do, I do a hundred miles a day, but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just overthinking things. Why yeah. should I change things? Why should I, 
Why should I have to reestablish my brand? The other thing I really worry about mm-hmm. is will I be able to reestablish my brand the older I get? Because it's been so easy for me at every point where I needed to reestablish my brand. I always went into it a little nervous, but like I'm a hard worker and 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 it, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Like my 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 brand can be established within a semester. And I there's there's the logical side of me that says, and you could do that again. Because that was all you. Mm-hmm. You did that every time it happened. But then there's the other side that says, but what if you, you know, like when Austin Powers loses his mojo. And um, you guys, you, you yeah, know, I love Austin. that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. okay. The Man of Mystery. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good movies. Those are good movies. Yeah, they are. They're freaking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That's, is that the one with um, Beyonce in it? One of them. I think that's Goldmember. Okay. Goldmember is yeah. really good, too. Yeah. Those are good movies. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Just they a really little reminiscing are. moment. Yeah. Just, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, interesting, man. I have a similar fear, for sure, of that. Because, like you said, I think the older we get, the more out of touch we become with that age group. Um, and so every time you would replant yourself, it's like you are farther away. Yeah. And I'm definitely not as effective as like grabbing their attention as I was when I was 23. And I'm only 28. I just think maybe like I, I think you probably are. You think so? Maybe it's like my own like mundane like I, think I feel you're like in it's your head. Okay. I feel like yeah. it's like dull. Like I feel like I'm like becoming dull. You're not you're not becoming dull. You are just you're teaching the same subject. Hmm. You know? And that's the difference in the subject I teach and the subject you teach. It's never gonna be the same for me. Yeah, it's constantly it's, changing. It's constantly changing. And and because of the way that I design my class, it's even it changes even more. Like I do something called people to know every week. It's just five people that are that are grabbing headlines for the week. That's it cool. Could, it could be like you know like current events almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so and so we talk about it. We talk about a lot in the form of me introducing them to five people. Mm. And those are those are made every week. They've been I've made them every week now for the past ten years of teaching. And like some some of my older teachers, like man, they 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 sort of they sort of pick on me. Oh, he's got to go do his people to know on Sunday, because I do them on Monday. But like so so for you, with math is math, math is yeah. math is not going to change. But you'll get you'll get to a point where you will decide, okay, I'm going to change how I teach this subject for this year, mm. and then then you'll feel the invigoration there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the other thing is, is there's a whole big if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, if it's not broke, it's working for you. But you'll change it because you you'll start to get bored with feeling like you are doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and I'm constantly looking to be more effective and meet every group of kids is so different. So. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and then there there are new challenges every day. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and and you may find yourself in some some different leadership roles too, like without doing the full admin path. You know, I mean, there, 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 there are leadership roles that you could, that you could fill in, you could jump into today. Just, you know, it's a matter of when you're ready. Yeah. And I then just, you, you're going to start a family and all that stuff wounds. too. You got a lot, you got a lot coming down the pipes for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I'm not like all sad over here. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't hey, think, you need to believe in yourself. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're, I don't think you're sad at all. I'm just saying like, I, I get what you're saying, but like you, you, you just got a, you've got a bunch of like. Like stuff coming up in life, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna like really draw you away from being so focused on the classroom, and yeah. it, which is not a bad thing because you're still gonna be effective. I think um, I, some of the most impactful teachers I've ever had in my educational career have have been the teachers that have the experience, and they generally tend to be a little older. Um, when I was hearing you guys say like, "Oh, as I get older, I don't know if I can impact them or grab their attention the way I used to." I don't really believe in that. I'm like, so long as you're unique and true to who you are and the the flavor that you bring to your classroom. Yeah. Like, so long as Jordan is Jordan, Lee is Lee, you are who you are and you bring that to your classroom. Man, I've been impacted by so many teachers and they're not necessarily the youngest. You know, they just love what they do. They're passionate and they just share perspective and, and share knowledge. Yeah. I've always loved it, you know. Like, history has been a good one for me. Uh, it's funny, like, you do history, econ, and uh, government, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've loved all those classes. When I took them in high school, I'm like, God, this is so cool, you know, because those teachers were like that. They yeah. were just like, 
I don't care how old I am. I'm just going to teach what I what I love, basically. Yeah. I wonder if Jordan and I get scared because we see older teachers who are so ineffective. I would. And I don't we, feel like you guys are people that would yeah. like, almost give up. Yeah. Or just no, like definitely not. stop running. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we just look at those people and we're like, oh, shit. Were they, were they us at one time? They just mm. lose the steam. Like yeah. at some point, you just get tired. Or maybe it goes back to what you're saying, where uh, they weren't necessarily supposed to be teachers. Like yeah. teachers yeah. are born, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also think that I think in any profession, really, you're born to be a public speaker. You're born to be whatever you want to say. You know, you're born to to teach people. Yeah, and that's why you're a teacher. You know, so yeah, maybe no. they just yeah, something like that. I just think I'm like, and I think you are too. Like we're just super introspective. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm, I'm always like, I analyze the shit out of myself. <laughs> like if if I've done something wrong You're at good work, company. <laughs> if I've done something wrong at work, like I can't get in trouble by the administrators, quite frankly, because I'm gonna punish myself. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, like I go in and I'm like, listen, I did this. It was wrong. These are these are the these are the steps that I did to correct it. I'm really sorry. And and oftentimes for me, because most of the time it's my mouth. <laughs> big ass mouth um, and i just i just say things like and then i'm like oh should i said that yeah it's never the thing that you think that's gonna get you in trouble that gets you in trouble it's something like you're like that's that's what you're calling me out for yeah, that's what you're mad about yeah. oh my god yeah. but um but oftentimes with my administrator like she ends up comforting me when I've done something wrong because I'm being so hard on myself about it. She's like, oh, no, no. It's yeah, not that big no. of a deal. It's like, no, I messed up. <laughs> I'm like no. self-flagellating like that guy. That dude <laughs> from like the Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Yeah. Like, like I powdered my skin. Like, Lee, why are you? What's going on? <laughs> oh, look up in, like to work with a cloak. He's like, I have done wrong. <laughs> Super apologetic. Yeah, exactly. Oh my uh, gosh, man, it's that's a good Halloween dream. costume. <laughs> yeah. Is it offensive? You know what Who I was knows? thinking. Everything's offensive. If I powdered now. myself. If I rolled myself in powder on Thursday morning, dude. <laughs> It'd probably be. It offensive. went to work. I'd probably, it would probably be. It wouldn't be intentionally offensive. Yeah, it never is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's I could go off on that offensive note. Everyone's offended by everything. That's true. That is true. It's it's we've gotten real, real sensitive as a society. little sensitive. You know, I appreciate the sensitivity um, because it. I I think in a way it brings us closer, but also there's certain things where I'm like, give me a break. Yeah, come on, I can't help it. Sometimes you know, I am also human, and I yeah. mess up. You know, no, I I I I feel you. I feel you. I think I I don't I don't, I don't really know what's happening in, happening in society right now. It's, I don't know. Tell me, dude, you're you're all on the current events. What's dude, going on, Lee? Lee, what's Who are the four people on? I need to know this Monday, dude? Um, actually, this week I, I I did um I did like like spooky people. Like I like okay. themed it, yeah. So it was Ooh. like kind of dorky, but the kids loved it. Like it was like um give us a preview, dude. Who Vlad it? the Impaler. Oh dang! Oh my god! Um, I know him from history. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved hearing his story. Yeah, I did. Ivan the Terrible, who got mercury poisoning because he had arthritis and he murdered his son. He's the guy who like conquered most of Russia. Um, Bloody Mary, like not the mirror chick, but like the queen, <laughs> like the the temporary queen of England, who was so mad at her dad Henry the Eighth for what he had done that she started just burning Protestants alive. Holy crap! Yeah, the kids loved it. It was fun. Dang, it's also super nerdy. No, but, but I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think students enjoy some of that kind of nerdier stuff. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's like you know. I mean, I just have I I I have really cool students too, so yeah. that that helps. Yeah. You and me both, dude. I've, we've kind of set ourselves up in positions where we have yeah like a good population of students yeah. we get to work with all day. But you know, the other thing is, is regardless, even if we didn't have like these these kids that I that me and Melissa essentially handpick, um, every class ends up being what you need it to be. Yeah, like you know, like I think. If 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 my my special students that I have now, who by the way, fifty percent are at risk, like bad grades, attendance issues. They start out that way. the The idea behind the academy is is that we're going to help them with all those things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but re even if like tomorrow that all went away, I mean, I would I would be sad. I would miss it. Um, I, I I like I like the structure. I like sort of like having my own little um, like I feel like it's our own little school within a school. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, it would be fine. Mm -hmm. I'd get I'd get classes full of kids who don't know 
that they really want to know this stuff and don't know that they have an excitement and a passion. And I'd, you know, there'd be more behavior problems the first two months, but I'd, I'd get them in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? It's just, just, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Lee, Lee is the dad of that academy, though, man. If there's anything that I know, I'm like, if this any kid is bugging me, I just shoot an email with their name, like, hey, Lee, like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I have talks with them. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's also, that, that, that's me getting older, too, because I have. Like you have talks. <laughs> I've always had I've always had talks, but like for a long time, like I was like I was in my twenties and yeah. like I wasn't quite dad. I was I could have been like big brother or right, which I think you still have, <laughs> or 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 cool uncle. And now now I'm, now I'm dad. I'm like, shit. <laughs> shit. When did that happen? <laughs> you're still not like dad removed. Yeah, you're, you're very you know. Down yeah. to earth, dad. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, dad. There was a mistake on prom night, dad. <laughs> He's like, dang. You're just gonna shoot real with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had you young, son. Doesn't doesn't mean I don't know. <laughs> don't make my mistakes, boy. <laughs> and I want bones in my chicken. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was here last week. Damn it. <laughs> no, you weren't. Oh you my god. Last week, were you at KFC? <laughs> What are you doing? Oh my gosh! He was so adamant. I believe it. I picture him uh, overweight with long hair and gray. I don't know why. I just feel like he just looked like a farmer, and I, he had a mm. wife, and she was mortified that he was acting some yeah. type of way. Oh, and then I like once I told him I was stick the pork chop bone in the mm-hmm. chicken. Told him straight up. I was like, I'm done with you. You're yeah. done. Yeah. You're not getting any food you're not getting chicken with bones without bones oh my goodness that's why i didn't get my fourth star oh i love it all right well <laughs> lee this was fun man yeah i feel I like we got to talk about some things we haven't really talked yeah, about yeah, before I don't, I don't know what yeah i didn't know what we we're gonna talk about but it was fun. <laughs> this is what so we do you, man. people people get to learn i think even myself and what i've enjoyed is just people feel like they get to meet somebody new with such a different perspective and yeah. actually hear them talk because i feel like if you bump into somebody at you know a party you're at you know, a friends of a friend or something like that. You don't get to hear such deep perspective and, yeah. and life story and experience mm-hmm. that it's it's kind of nice. And I, I find it refreshing every week to be doing this. And those who have listened to our podcast have told us the same thing. So mm-hmm. there's really no agenda as much as to just sit down, and sit talk. down and talk yeah, to people no, about like, I mean, some I, real I, stuff. I enjoyed. Talk- I like. I like you. Yeah. You're cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Likewise, man. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're you're, you're all right. Yeah. I'm old news now, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not You've relevant been replaced. anymore. <laughs> We gotta go get some chicken with bones in it. <laughs> You've been replaced. Claire, dude. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been Blank with Friends. I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. And I'm Lee. Peace and blessings. <laughs> <laughs>